I'm here with Evelyn Diaz, the recipient of the 2020 Lee Luna Foreign Travel Scholarship, and Jamar Klikasodio, the president of the Philippine Society for Histotechnology. Evelyn is originally from the Philippines and plans to use the funds from her scholarship to help the PSH as they strive to raise the bar for histotechnology in the Philippines. So let's start by having you guys introduce yourselves, tell us a little bit about how you got started in histology and where you currently are in your careers. Hi everyone, this is Evelyn. Um, as Natalie mentioned, I am originally from the Philippines. I migrated to the US, California specifically around 28 years ago. My first lab job in the US was in the accessioning department. And then in a little over a year was able to transfer as a lab assistant in the histology department. I have been in the histology field ever since. So over 25 years, I've worked in a clinical diagnostic lab, so human tissue. I've worked in a GOP lab testing mice, rat, rabbit, and beagles. I've worked in a toxicology research lab. I've worked for the county veterinarian where we did necropsy on horses, cows, all species, you name it. The most exciting part in the county vet lab was doing surveillance in IHC and birds to check for West Nile virus. And then lastly, I am currently working in a lab doing innovative multiplex fluorescence IHC testing with digital pathology to support clinical trials. Okay, great. So, so my name is Jomar. So actually I started in the histology field as uh, it was actually my first job when I uh, passed the national board exam for medical technology. So essentially I was tasked with setting up a histology lab for this cancer institute hospital. So that's also where I fell in love with histology. I've been with that uh, company for almost five years. And now I transferred to this new company where I am the current laboratory manager for anatomic pathology and molecular pathology. Awesome. So Evelyn, you are the 2020 recipient of the Lee Luna Foreign Travel Scholarship, and you're planning on using the funds in the Philippines, but this wouldn't be your first international project. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience in Liberia and how you became interested in international outreach? Sure. I am very humbled to have been able to help establish the first ever histology lab at the JFK Memorial Hospital in Monrovia, Liberia. Uh, for those who haven't had a chance to listen to the podcast from Liberia, please check out the February 8th episode with Ruth, who is the supervisor and one of only four histotechs in Liberia, along with David Davis, who is from the US, but currently living in Costa Rica. I am forever grateful to Linda, Diane, and David from NSH, as well as the team from Mount Sinai and ASCP for the opportunity. I actually became interested in international outreach after attending a workshop at the NSH convention many years ago, but I had to put that intention aside, probably because my children were still little, or it could have also been due to work situation. But anyway, I was connected to Diane through Dr. Milner at ASCP, and then Diane connected me to Linda, who is in charge of the Liberia project, and then the, the rest is history. Yeah, Dave has done a lot of different projects, and he was actually a past Lee Luna winner as well. So let's talk a little bit about the Philippines, since that's what we're here for today, and the development of the histology field there. 
So Evelyn, you did your initial training in the Philippines, but it seems like at that time, training was pretty general that you were training as a med tech and that they were hiring laboratory generalists. Is that still the case for training in the Philippines? Yes. So currently, as it was back then when I was in the med tech program, histology was a minor part of the rotation between clinical chemistry, microbiology, uh, parasitology, and hematology. I think when I took the board exam, histology was only 20% of the total score. It's hard to believe, but not much has changed for the histology profession in the Philippines um, in close to 30 years. Uh, which is why I'm very excited to support the Philippine Society for Histotechnology because of their initiatives to increase education and understanding and appreciation of what we do for patients. Yeah, and so I know that at that time, the ASCP international certification wasn't even available, but that has since changed since, Jamar, I think you have that certification. So would you like to speak a little bit about that and how that happened and what that means for histology in the Philippines to be able to get that international certification? Yeah, actually, here in the Philippines, the most well-known ASCP examination is the MLS. So that's essentially the medical laboratory scientist. So it's generally also as a generalist med tech, but with uh, everyone's common dream here in the Philippines is always to go abroad. So uh, that being said, even if you go abroad, you're not guaranteed to work in a histology lab. So also through that time period, I was also looking for a way to examine and uh, take this opportunity for through the route of ASCP to possibly get into a histology lab when we go abroad. So the problem is when I took the examination or when I started researching about the examination, there aren't any other reviewers available here in the Philippines. Uh, not much uh, trainings or any materials that I could use that would effectively enable me to pass the examination. Even the education materials that I had when I got in my education here, or even the training that I had here in clinical uh, rotations here in the hospital, couldn't quite suffice or meet the requirements that I need. So I did everything on self-study. It was around three months of uh, painstaking uh, self-study for the examination. I did had to uh, do a lot of research by myself. And this is also one of the wake-up calls that I gotten since I passed the examination because definitely if you can't find any educational materials here or training materials here that can enable you to be on par with international standards, then that also reflects how poorly or how uh, we have to upgrade the system here or the standards here in the Philippines. So that also led to how I... Uh, envisioned a future in the Philippines where uh, everyone is on par with international standards. So that does kind of bring me to my next question. I was going to ask you what led you to found the PSH? Yes, correct. So also that being said, a lot of the issues here in the Philippines always stem with uh, not just the lack of education, but the lack of educational materials that are affordable here locally. Because uh, you can access uh, educational materials uh, online or through other uh, ventures, but then you have to pay a lot, which is not much 
affordable for the common Filipinos or the common histologists here in the Philippines, which is uh, one reason why we decided and uh, instead of using the the, edu the certification that I got to uh, pursue my career abroad, I sort of used it as a beacon to inspire other research technologists here in the Philippines to band with me so that uh, we could start initially through just uh, making noise in social media and then eventually through uh, short assemblies and eventually in one way to another, it led to forming PSH, the organization that we have right now. Yeah, I know you guys have a pretty uh, active Facebook page, right? Yeah. Gotcha. So this is a travel scholarship. So you mentioned meetings. How has COVID put a wrinkle in your plans, Evelyn? Do you have a date on the books for when you're able to go to the Philippines to use your scholarship? So I think COVID has impacted a lot, if not all, of our travel plans, whether personally or professionally. I'm aiming for May travel, but that all depends on Philippine regulations upon arrival and U.S. regulations coming back. I'd like to spend as much time with the histotechs and not in a hotel quarantine for seven days, <laughs> which is the current procedure in the Philippines. But my message to those that are listening who are interested in applying for the scholarship is to not let the current travel situation discourage you from applying. Travel, I'm sure, will open up soon and scholarship funds can be used for up to two years. So when you do finally get to the Philippines, what is it that you would like to contribute to the Philippines specifically? Because I know you do some pretty advanced work here in the U.S. with assay development and multiplexing. What is the status of IHC in the Philippines? So my goal is to first understand what the needs are. And this is why Jomer and I have been um, uh, in touch quite a bit. If the need is to provide support in pre-analytical, such as processing, embedding, and sectioning to increase quality, then I will do so. I think it's very important to have a firm grasp on pre-analytical before moving on to IHC. But having said that, only a few laboratories in the Philippines offer IHC, it's centralized. The lab that I interned at almost 30 years ago, in fact, still does not do IHC. Samples are sent to a provincial lab two hours away. So I will have to assess how I can contribute to those bigger labs, whether it's workflow, automation, or evaluating and staining and controls as part of the quality process. I'll be there to assist and educate, uh, hopefully without being too disruptive. And if I am, Jomar, just let me know. <laughs> I think most importantly is to um, provide support and encouragement and perhaps even give inspiration by helping increase the standard and by raising awareness to the histology profession, uh, similar to what is being done here in the U.S. Jomar, what, what about you? What do you think is the next step for the Philippines in histology? What would you like to see happen? Eventually here in histology, I think uh, the next step would be to generally connect with the rest of the world. So that's what we want to do. We don't want to stay uh, here, stuck with the old ways, stuck with the old education and old standards. Eventually, we want to reach out, connect with other histologists all around the world because I do believe that education is key to improvement and also communication is also a part of education. So uh, with Evelyn's help and with NSH's help, we can probably connect with everyone around the world 
and this will eventually lead to the vision and mission that we have in, into improving the standard of uh, quality for histology here in the Philippines. Great. Yeah, NSH is a great tool for that, connecting on the block. We've been doing a lot of virtual events lately. So um, Evelyn, one last question for you. Any advice for anyone who wants to apply for this scholarship? So my advice would be to use the resources available through NSH. As I mentioned in the past, I cold contacted Jomar through his blog um, at NSH. Again, don't be discouraged by the process and the um, current travel situation. Just try to reach out for help and I'm available if anyone needs help. Great. Anything else you guys would like to add? Just appreciation again to to Sakura for the scholarship, to NSH, and um, to Jomar for being willing to collaborate with us on this project. Great. Well, I would like to thank you both for being here today, and I'll be excited to hear how your trip goes. Um, I would like to encourage everyone listening to this podcast who has an interest in international projects to apply for this scholarship. It's a great way to offset some of the expense of travel. 